Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcast. Plus, also, as well, of course, inside sports fantasy football. The guys from the Lakers Fast Break, they stopped on by to talk everything going on with NFL Week 13 and the college football playoffs. So go ahead and check us out there at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Also, as well, please go ahead and support our sponsor that Magic Man is trying out right now. There you go. Yummy, yummy. Magic Mind right there. He said he needed a shot. It helps him out. It could help you out, too, possibly. So go ahead and check out what it does because he likes the taste of it. It's there for him. Gives him some clarity. So it just gets rid of that mind fog for him. It may do the same for you. If you think it's something that it might be worth your time and trouble, head on over to magicmind.com. Check to see what it does. Check to see what it might do for you. Go ahead. If you order a 15 or 30 bottle order, go ahead and type in the code LAKERS20. There's no need to worry about any Black Friday pricing or anything like that. Type in LAKERS20 and you get 20% off your order at magicmind.com. Absolutely. And after certain activities, this does eliminate brain fog. It does. Especially hot yoga. Because there are times when somebody will ask you to do something after a long session of hot yoga. And this eliminates that brain fog where you would automatically say yes to a request. (laughs) Okay. All right. Make sure you go ahead and check out magicmind.com today and type in the code LAKERS20 for 20% off your order at checkout. My gosh. All right. Very descriptive indeed. But also as well, Gerald, course, Gerald, yes. this this also has honey in it. Oh, honey yeah. is the best thing that ever happened to mankind. Not the wheel, not the smartphone. It's honey. From 7,000 BCE to now, the greatest antimicrobial that we have. And it okay. tastes good. Absolutely, indeed. Magicmind.com. Use Lakers20 for the code today. Plus, also as well, of course, Joe Sorrow. He is Ox1947. Got to go ahead and check him out there. You know, they're happy today for now. Let's see if that keeps rolling. Go ahead and check him out there. And also his company. Support his company if you can. If you live in the SoCal area and you need a new lawn transformed today, Go ahead and check them out today at Simblades, simbladeswithay.com. He's rocking the LA stuff. I'm rocking the LA stuff. Magic Man's rocking the LFB gear. Go ahead and check out our awesome merchandise store. That's actually the link will be below. Go ahead and check it out today, right after you watch us here at the Lakers Fast Break. Plus, also as well, the Lakerholics, Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet. Great to have them here as part of what we do on a weekly basis. Go ahead and check out their great work today at Lakerholics.com. I'm actually going to go ahead and ask them in the coming days if I can post little samples of their work and put it on as a post, like Zangerstein's post I put up earlier today on the channel. So 
if you want to go ahead and check that out or let us know if you're interested in seeing what Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet have to say at Lakerholics.com. Our good friends also as well, Lakers in five also as well. Going to go ahead and check out Empire Jeff TV, the John McCallion channel, of course, Daniel Barry's Sports Highlights, the Lakers Larry Dribbling Chit Chat. We've got the Lakers Corner we're looking to be scheduled on here in just a little bit to support those small channels. Plus also as well, speaking of supporting small channels like ours as well, please like and follow us on Facebook and also as well on YouTube. Please go ahead and click on the little Joe with the beady eyes. That way you'll go ahead and make sure you hit that bell too so you'll be subscribed. So you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. So we all know what happened in Philadelphia and that dumpster fire. Lakers losing by 44. LeBron said some things have got to change. A lot has to change. Well, something that did change was the change of scenery as the Lakers head into game three of the road trip. And they ended up going into Detroit basketball with Detroit. The marquee tonight and Elrod sitting in the audience. You know the Lakers have got to perform well when L. Rob is in the and is in the audience. And I'll tell you what, they did a great job of that. They this was like I talked about in the pregame. This was the game that they needed. They needed an easy victory over the NBA's worst team, and that's what they got tonight. They got an early lead, stuck to it. They actually led in the first quarter by double digits. Their best first quarter of the season, thirty-eight to twenty-four, and never looked back. That's D'Angelo Russell, 13 to 17, 35 points, nine assists. Anthony Davis, 28 and 16 and three blocks. Although, like Joe says, I think they took about two or three off away from him. Like, I guess during some time during the game, seemingly. Plus, LeBron James chipped in with 25 and the Lakers cruised to an easy victory. Although, God forbid, I have no idea why they kept LeBron and AD this long in the second half should have taken them out sooner. God forbid you wouldn't want to give them more rest, but they still won easily 133 to 107. And here today to talk about today's game, the great guys indeed. In fact, one of them will be taking over for me as host by the end of the show. So go ahead and make sure you're here for that. It is of course, to start off the Ox 1947. It is Joe Sorrow and Joe. Great to have you here, my friend. I'm unmuting you now. Uh, Doobie says no MB tonight for Anthony Davis. He did dominate. They hit him up, hit him early. They were consistent as far as how they fed him, which is what Laker Nick, who I truly appreciate being on the pregame and on playback for that, that just exactly what he asked, hit them, hit AD hard, hit him up hard. And also D'Angelo got in a really nice role and it never stopped from there, Joe. So this is the, the Lakers are undefeated in a certain area this year. And that's beating below 500 teams. This was their sixth win against below 500 teams. So they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat and then getting smoked by most of the other people. But today was relaxing. Anytime you can get a 30-point lead pretty much virtually the entire game, you're you're just sitting there enjoying some of the nice plays. Uh, it was nice seeing D'Angelo have a career-type game. I, I was hoping he could go to 50, possibly. I think they left him in the fourth uh, to see if he could kind of maybe go that route, but it turned out that they quickly removed him from there. Uh, AD had a very, very, very efficient game. He only played 29 minutes tonight and apparently only had three blocks, even though I saw with my own eyes six of them. But maybe I'm just a homer. I don't know. Uh, efficiency, everything was good. They shot over 50% tonight, which, you know, that, that, that's that been the norm a lot, actually, surprisingly. Uh, <clears throat> not happy with the free throws. I think they can make better than 81%. But, again, at this point, it didn't matter. Uh, it was a nice, relaxing night. Uh, there was a play, I remember, about three minutes left in the first half. It was a give-and-go with D'Lo and LeBron for a dunk. That was probably the best pick-and-roll play I've seen this year. I mean, D'Lo threaded and just LeBron dunked it. It was 
one of those things where I was like, why can't you guys do more of this? Can you just do more of this? Is it really Detroit or is it just you're not doing it right? Maybe it's a little both. Maybe it's a little bit of both. But I'd like to see more of that. I really do. I still saw too many boneheaded turnovers. This this habit of throwing the ball from underneath the basket when you get a rebound to Egypt, hoping that they're going to catch the ball and it's a turnover, that needs to stop. Darvin Ham needs to stop that. You get the ball, dribble the goddamn thing, and then pass the ball. If you're not going to outlet it to a wide-open guy, don't do it. Uh, nice seeing Hood Shafino hit a couple shots. I think that was encouraging. Uh, I don't know if it means anything, but hey, at least he's making the shots a little bit. And then LeBron did what LeBron does. Uh, LeBron, uh, I believe, played the exact minutes that I have been wanting them to play, which is 29 minutes. 29. Mm -hmm. So 29 minutes, 25 points, eight rebounds. Yeah, and didn't miss from the free throw line, too. I, uh, I'll take that any day of the week. The Lakers are now 19 games in. We are two games away from being exactly in the quarter, would it be quarter mile part of the season? If they want to make us feel good, I'd like them to win the next two games and start out at 13 and 8. If you can do that, probably looking at a 50-game, 51 season. So that's what I'm waiting on now. I'm going to see if they're going to – Make some noise tomorrow. Surprise at least me tomorrow because usually the back end of a back-to-back against good teams are, are usually disastrous, especially on the road. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Soro, Magic Man, Sean Grice. The Lakers win 133-107. to 107. It's Gerald Glassford. Before I bring on Sean, I have a big and special thank you. I know Spotify these today sent out everybody the official 2023 wrapped uh, notifications on what you listen to for your entire year, your top shows and all that, yada, 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 your top music artists and all that. If the Lakers fast break falls somewhere in there, I just want to say from all of us, thank you for being a part of what we do and listening to us, especially when you're out there on the road, taking the kids or at work. Uh, if you enjoy what we do, giving you the recaps, giving you the infotainment that we've coined it here as only we can do. I just wanted to say from, from all of us here at the Lakers fast break as magic man gets a supplementary drink on hand, he's cheering to you. I uh, want to say thank you so much as far as everything that you do for us here at the Lakers fast break. Also here today, a good man. Indeed. It is of course the man, man from Toronto. He had a hard time getting out of Toronto traffic, but he did get here in the first quarter for this awesome route on playback, playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. It is the magic man, Sean Grice, magicman.com, as far as, excuse me, magicmind.com for magic man. Use code Lakers 20 for 20% off. Wanted to go ahead and say, Sean, this is exactly what we needed, but we've seen the story played out twice before. The Lakers find a team that they can pick on. They win huge and then do the El Foldo act the next day against a halfway decent team. They're stepping into a minefield in OKC with a young, hungry team. As was pointed out to us, uh, I think it was Adam or Allen. I think it was Allen said that, you know, OKC is not necessarily good. They are good. They're young and hungry. They're excited. And the Lakers, has, you know, coming in there as a team that they see that they can beat, this is going to be a good matchup for us tomorrow. We've seen the scenario before where they play well one night against a lousy team and get their ass kicked the next. So what can we do to not repeat those same fortunes? I think I'll have to check uh, my notes, Gerald, but I think the last time the Lakers won a back-to-back -back game uh, in OKC, I believe was 2009. So it's been almost 15 years. So they're about due. Um, we'll see. We'll definitely see. They needed a game like tonight. I mean, but, but tonight also felt kind of weird. It was almost like an e like kind of like a ether shellacking. It was almost as if the blowout happened very slowly, almost like it's slow motion. <laughs> um. AD looked good. 
I mean, LeBron had a pretty good game. I'm glad Reddish did, was able to come back. Uh, that was probably the um, the little good nugget about the blowout is that uh, he didn't re-injure himself, and it looks like Hayes' injury wouldn't have kept him out of uh, a competitive ball game either, Gerald. Um, yeah, they they kind of needed a game like this, but it, as you've said, I'm like the way they have played this year, especially on back to backs, is it makes me very very skeptical about it because they're one in they're one and two on back to backs this year, and the two losses um have have come when they they've tried to make like a a comeback down twenty five. So this OKC team is good. They are good. They're also ready to destroy us as their fans love it. Their fans love it. I actually think we win tomorrow, believe it or not. Hey, there you go. Got gut feeling about that. I think their AD's going to play with a, a, a more focused, driven effort. He's got to watch film, though, because Chet Holmgren had a hard time with Rudy Gobert. And if Chet Holmgren had a hard time with Rudy Gobert, Gerald, that means he's he can have a hard time against Anthony Davis. It's just on Anthony. If Anthony against experienced quality centers, centers Holmgren's gonna yeah, yeah, he's gonna have a hard. He's strug- time. He struggles. He struggles. He's uh, he struck he struggled against Embiid. He struggled against Gobert. He should struggle against Anthony Davis, Gerald. Correct. Um, will he though? I mean, that was the question you asked, Gerald. It's it's. It's wishy-washy AD's motivation game to game, especially depending on who he plays. Uh, so if he plays wishy-washy tomorrow, Chat Holmgren could have 32, 7, and, and 12, Gerald. If he plays with uh, a concerted effort and really tries to dominate the boards, then I think Kendrick Williams, Chat Holmgren, they're all going to have problems in that area with AD. It's just up to Anthony. Anthony can be a game wrecker tomorrow. It's just up to him. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like It has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, the Lakers do win big, which what they exactly needed, 133 to 107. Joe, again, this is against a team, like you said, against the, one of the worst teams in the NBA, if not the worst team in the NBA, when it comes right down to it, I don't know how much I could take from tonight. I'm happy, obviously, that they won. They won exactly what they needed. They did exactly what they needed. But, again, it's all about what's going to happen tomorrow. I think you and I were talking about we wanted 4-0 to make sure that this team is really legit. What if they do win tomorrow and come back home 3-1? and Does that still leave a lot of doubt in your mind? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to doubt this team until the end. Unfortunately, I don't I don't know what their focus is game in and game out. We'll have to wait and see in the playoffs if they can be focused for every game then, which 
if they're in a good position, let's say a fourth seed or higher, then I think I'd start feeling a little bit more confident. But even if even if they win tomorrow, let's say, and they finish three and one, which I was hoping for that. Four and zero was the, more of the taking it seriously that they're ready to start making a run. Uh, they laid down like <clears throat> Las Vegas tramps uh, two days ago, and don't talk about the Raiders like that. I I, I couldn't help it. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> uh, the He's on mute. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. I, I said, what are you apologizing to me for? It is your team. I, I don't like dogging people's teams. If, if oh, sure remember. you do. Sure you do. Don't give me that. Sure you do. He'll remember so, when the, if the Steelers season goes awry. That's all I'll say. So, well, the, 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 the weird thing about the Steelers going awry is, is nine and eight and nine and sevens and eight and eights. That's the team going awry. What about the well? If they go the way of the Jets or the Giants, the Steelers have not had a losing season for twenty years. Oh, that's a whole different. That's a dumpster you, fire. That's a whole new. You know what? They've had what four coaches in three years. Yeah. Anyways, Joe Schoen like, on his I, own rage. I would like. I would like Anthony Davis to have back-to-back Anthony Davis games. Can I get that at least tomorrow? Because if if he does that, it's very good good chances that we'll win the game tomorrow can i can i get that what what is anthony davis game mean well tonight he played 29 minutes and was dominant from beginning to end and other than the refs taking every block away from him including the one in the first half and the second half i'd like to think you know sitting the fourth as well can can you do a back-to-back and maybe do it against a a quality team like oklahoma city uh, Chet Holmgren shouldn't have, be a problem for AD. I think AD's done enough already in his career to minimize that little issue. So I, I would like to see him do this again tomorrow and come back three and one. We're looking at 12 and eight, 12 out of 20 games. Not the best record. I, you know, I would have preferred 15 and five after 20, but 12 and it's eight. Be- it's better than, it's better than his average has been with the Lakers. It's it, it's it's hard to go back and forth on what we see and what we hope to see. <laughs> what we hope to see is what we saw tonight, but then you look at the level of competition, of course you're going to see that because the competition stinks. But then once you get a little pushback, are they going to fold like a cheap suit? But I don't even know what that means, by the way. I've heard it a lot of times, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm in a lot of I don't know stages at this point when it comes to Joe, what the, re- the performance is going to be next. They are the most. I don't even know if bipolar is the right word. They're they're just they'll decide if they want to put the effort in, and the second they feel like they don't want to, I mean it's it's quarter by quarter. This is not a a game by game thing. It's quarter by quarter typically. Once again, it is the Lakers winning 133 to 107. Magic Man, I ask you this. So what do the Lakers need to do when they get there? Obviously, controlling SGA is probably the best advice, I could say. But slowing him down is probably the best thing to do because he's averaging above 30. He's averaging almost – It's all. he's having another MVP-ish season. I'm not calling him an MVP. I mean, Joe got mad when I called Booker an MVP the, yesterday, but even though he's playing like it um, – this MVP-ish game. You know, you got Chet Holmgren, who right now is a rookie. You know, he for the most part, he's been really good. But again, AD should dominate that. Where The thing is, the outliers, this talent that they have that's outlining, you know, that's where the Lakers can really find themselves in trouble. If they're, if they're shooting well from the outside, because they have been shooting well from the outside virtually the entire season, I think they're, what, in the top three in three-point shooting? Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you could slow them down from the outside, that can help a lot for the Lakers. It can help a lot. Look, you SGA is, is a complete player now, Gerald. Um, complete. So he's going to be able to pick his spots tomorrow night and score where he wants to. Now, if you could keep him off the free throw line, which is what he loves, and if you can keep him from shooting threes in volume, 
and making them, that's a plus. He's he's the mid-range god at this point in the NBA. He's taken that mantle from Chris Paul, so he's going to be able to score within, you know, that six to eighteen foot range. He's money. The key, the key, the key again, Gerald. Look, we got to the free throw line thirty-eight times today. That's a season high. Now, it it took almost twenty games, but they're maybe they're finally starting to figure this out. Take it to the hole. I mean, what's the harm, Gerald? Uh, if AD if AD is given Chet Holmgren the business defensively, why not just go at him on the other end too? Because Great. OK OKC is a different team with him off the floor. Regardless, um, they're they they still could play five out, but it's not as in, it's not as um, intimidating on a scramble as it would be with Holmgren in there. Uh, as long as the Lakers do not come out and lay an egg again in the first quarter, like OKC leads 40 to 25 or 42, 27, something like that. I think it, I I think it, it, it'll ebb and flow. The Lakers can pull it out in the end. I, like I said, I, I got a feeling they're going to win tomorrow against, against all better judgment and reason. I will tell you what though, guys, I, I do like the way that they played today though. Still, I thought their defense at times, they just stayed focused a little bit more. I think they could have won by 40 or more. There were times, Joe, that I really thought in the first half they should have been leading by 30 already. But, hey, I know I sound a little spoiled, but these are habits you got to go ahead and get yourself into because when you play a really good team like they're playing tomorrow, whether you consider them, like in our chat, whether you consider them a playoff team or not, they're for real right now. They're playing well, and whether or not you consider them or Orlando that they're going to be there at the end, it doesn't matter. Right now, they're good teams. They're playing well, and they're playing with a lot of confidence. It's the little things that we've discussed. They, they still were making those ill-advised outlet passes to no one. And why are you doing that? Those set up bad habits. Uh, those can't be done when it matters. This game, unfortunately, just—it's just you can't really get anything out of this game. You can't really get an idea of how talented your team is when you when you play a game like this. Although they did beat them by 26, and that's how you're supposed to win against teams like this. But our issue is always: can you can you? It's it's a desire thing with this thing because th- these passes and these bet mistakes are not. It's, it's not about talent. It's about decision-making. It's about fundamentals. Darvin Ham leaving LeBron in for three minutes in the fourth quarter. What's the reasoning there? I would, I think that's a question we would like to ask. And we saw Sean sent me the video of, actually he didn't send me the video. He told me and then I went and got the video of Jason Kidd pulling his best Dennis Green impression. Uh, someone asked him a question about how the team was playing compared to last year. And Jason Kidd went on to basically, uh, you know, pull his. Uh, we know who the, we know who the, we know who we are. We know we are. We know, you know, if you want to crown him, you know, he didn't actually say that, but that's what it felt like I was listening to because it was incoherent. He was yeah, answering just, the question based off of the question not even being asked. And mindless, mindless self-indulgent anger, Joe. Yeah, and Jason Kidd is not. He, we all know he's not a saint. We know he's made dumb decisions for a very long time in every facet of things in basketball and even off the court to some degree. Still but, can't get still can't, still can't get over the fact that Glenn Robinson went number one. He didn't. Still will not get over that fact. He and it's and it's been almost thirty years, Gerald. Almost thirty years, and he still can't get over it. It's sad. It's a sad thing. Sorry, Joe. I just wanted I just wanted that on the record. He continue he continues to allow things to fester in his mind. A lot of real estate owned by other things with him. And we look at our questioning of of management, coaching, whatever. You guys just saw what would happen if you asked any of these schleppers a real just a regular question, let alone calling them out 
Hey we Joe, are... we got uh, we got Rel from We Talk Mavs in the chat. He was saying that was uh, that was a Tim McMahon question. So Ben, ah, good point. Ben, ben McMahon got under uh, J Kid's skin again. Yeah, that's the that's the result, and that's, that's why, why he's see... banned McMahon. <laughs> that's why you do not see you don't see these questions asked. This the accountability is not there, and the excuse that. The industry uses now is you're being mean. These are grown men, by the way. You're being mean. The fans have no right. The media has no right to disrespect me. It's all about disrespect, right? Well, what about the disrespect when they pay $200 to watch you suck ass? How about that respect? I'm not saying fans or or media types should curse you out, your family, your existence. No, I'm not saying that. That's stupid, too. What I'm saying is I want to know why you're making these decisions. Why do you keep passing the ball to the other team from half court? Why are you playing LeBron three and a half minutes in the fourth quarter when you're up 30? What, I can't ask these questions? Does it make sense? Why? I want to know why. What's well, your- that ha- that I agree, Joe. That habit in particular is just it's it's like a splinter it, it, in it, in the I, brain that you, you're you're in the paint and then you inexplicably choose to go down the baseline, Gerald, and try a waistline half pass that you have to whip across the court. You're not Steve Nash. Don't try that 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 stuff. The people are soft. Stuffed. The the people that are soft comment is getting it's starting to become just as soft as the soft. This needs to be a change here. This we need to get back to legitimate questions, allowing to be asked with legitimate answers. Now, if they don't want to answer that question and they get all pissy about it, then you know right away that you, you that this person isn't capable of doing that job. Winning, right? We're about winning, right? It's about winning. Uh, I'm going to use this as an example because I, I think it's time to use it as an example. Uh, I would have used it four, uh, three months ago, but everybody was up in their, their feelings at the time. So Deion Sanders at Colorado won a couple of games. And everyone, after two weeks, two weeks, Two weeks, not two years, two weeks, not two months, two weeks. Started talking. Even my little runt cousins were talking about this. This guy's going to change college football. And I'm sitting there going, are you effing kidding me right now? I go, the second this, the second there's a two-game losing streak, watch how everyone's going to go. All of a sudden, it's rumors, oh, will he go to the – Will he go to Texas? Will he go to SEC? Not Texas, but would he, will, is he going to go to the SEC to go coach something over there, Florida? He, whatever. he would. He, he's never going to coach. The bottom line is, guys, we are we have become dumbasses in so many ways in how we react to just a, the littlest things. And if you continue to do this, you're 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 going to find yourself getting uncomfortable more than not. Okay, look. This is about winning a lot. This is about winning deep in the playoffs, winning championships. I know not everybody can do it, but at least if you're trying, right? Like if you're you're competing and you're doing things. Right, I understand, uh, Condor. That's what it is. But see, the reason why that is is because people have relied on that mentality. They don't do things on their own. So the beautiful thing about... Our thing is we don't have to answer to a radio producer. We don't have to answer to some sponsor. I know we don't have a lot of sponsors. We have a few, you know, Magic Mind, good. But when we have 10 and 20 stacked, we're going to have to deal with that, especially if something happens where maybe they might not feel is, is a good thing. But that's how you. That's how they veer you off. That's how the system Whatever system it is, there's several systems, by the way. It's not just one. How they veer you off your 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 path in trying to find out why. 
Because that's all we need to know is why. Why are you playing LeBron in the fourth quarter when you're up 30, three and a half minutes? If it was a couple minutes, okay, sure. But we were like, what the hell's going on here? We, we got into the nine-minute mark. And then why do they keep making these boneheaded passes? Do you have control over your team? Do you understand what's going on here? Uh, these things can't happen when they're playing Oklahoma City or Philly. You guys saw what happened the other night with Philly. So if there's anything that needs to be figured out here between now and tomorrow is stop making stupid mistakes tomorrow and play with the effort that you played tonight. Once again, it is the Lakers. They do win 133 to 107. It's Gerald Glassford right here with you, along with Magic Man Sean Grice, who will be taking over for me here in a couple seconds because i got to head on out. Uh, and also as well, Joe Sorrell. Thanks so much for watching this thing. Sean, I will turn it over to you. Before I do, I will ask this question to you. You are now calling, well, let's just say you have a gut feeling that the Lakers are going to win the game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What leads you to this gut decision after a terrible performance on Tuesday, but a more inspiring performance against a, you know, essentially a lousy team today? Uh, it's just a hunch, Gerald. N- nothing more, nothing less. Um, just go- just going to say it outright. Um, logically, there's no re. I mean, the starts off zero zero so of course they got a shot but as we know it's difficult to win in the nba and back-to-backs no matter what situation you happen to fall fall into i will say this the travel time between detroit michigan to oklahoma oklahoma is not that it's not that far it's not like you're going from Milwaukee all the way. Yeah, but this goes back to Phoenix. Joe what says about the travel and the cushy five-star hotels, Sean, and all that. It's not what it used to be. No, but I mean that's still that's still travel. That's yeah. you still have to wait around. Let me say this real quick, Sean, and then I'll let you continue. So if I was a player and we're flying these nice planes to what hour and a half flight maybe because they charter their own plane the lakers have a i would be getting massaged the whole time you tell me how the hell that's going to be a bad thing by the time you land you've been getting your legs and back rubbed nice you're relaxed you get out you know you've also had a little chiropractic you know neck adjustment and back adjustment how about that now what are you are you think they were doing that in 1981 getting paid 80 million dollars you think you can't hire somebody to make sure that your supplements are right your nutrition's right all this is right Gonna come so down to what's it gonna come down to? It's well, that's it's, what I'm saying. It, that's why I'm asking. That, I agree with you on it's that. It says it's less than a two hour flight, so no, I, then that, that's a good point, Magic Man. That's a good point. I, I just I just don't want to hear them use it as an excuse for somehow no. them, them okay, it's nine o'clock in there right now, so they get there what 11? Yeah, around oh? midnight. Let's say around midnight. Let's say around midnight, yeah. You're in midnight. You're you're in your hotel around two, maybe 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 three, Gerald, depending on on traffic. But uh, I mean, you should be should be good to go. There's no excuse for for this travel. Okay, so I mean, so you see our concern because I agree with Joe. Mm-hmm. He, I know he's made a rant on this uh, back in the past about you know the way that they travel, the way that they're getting you know taken care of. It's so much better than the guys when they were in the fifties and sixties and seventies, you know, they talk about the three games and four nights and all that stuff that you hear the horror stories from back then. Yet it's still so much of a factor when they play back to back in games like these with Oklahoma city now being home for, you know, they they didn't have to play tonight. So obviously they'll have the advantage, but it just still, it kind of irks me. Like, like, like Joe was saying, because I can see what he's leading into, Sean. So I'm, I'm not sure you can use that as a totally valid excuse, but even though some people will still try to use it. Oh, yes, some people will. And obviously, if they if they get blown out by 25 or 30, they will. Um, by the way, Gerald, the flight from Minnesota to Oklahoma City is the exact same timeline from Detroit to Oklahoma City. So okay. Minnesota uh, – Minnesota – Oklahoma City traveled the um, last night. The Lakers are traveling tonight. It's uh, honestly, um, OKC has one night in their bed before they got to play the Lakers. No excuses, like none. It, it's it's and it's not as if they're waiting on you either. So the, all hands on deck. I will say this though, it wouldn't shock me at all if like 
half an hour before the game, before they have to give the lineups, if LeBron decides, you know, I'm going to sit. Wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, Sad, I just saw that as well. Booker, I guess, turned his ankle just now, Sean. Yeah, Is that yes, correct? Yes, he did towards the end of the game, Gerald. So, oh, how nice. They're good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the Raptors snapped the Suns. Uh, and he's streak. on my fantasy team, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, b- uh, by the way, we need to, you and me and Nick need to have a discussion about that because somehow, um, you know, I, I'm going to take a dive and I'm going to let you and Nick battle it out to see who wins that fantasy. Okay, so at ESPN sues us for what you just said right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a free league. So it's not that big deal. Bring, bring it on. Yeah, there are no, so no worries. <laughs> Stories. Uh, do I have a favorite can of book? Cool, bro. Uh, I'm going to head on out. But uh, as far as a favorite canon book, uh, I, I was telling you Splinter of the Mind's Eye from way back when. That's a way, way back when, as far as the Star Wars concerned. But I will get you uh, my thoughts on the comics. I'm not huge on the comics, but I will see what I can get you on that as far as from what I remember back in the day. Uh, and I'll let you know on that tomorrow. But those are great questions. Cool, bro. Everybody in the chat, I truly appreciate you joining us. And thank you for listening. We still got a lot more to cover. Uh, Joe and Sean are here. Uh, before I head it out, Joe, I think I'll just ask you, my friend, if that's the case and you see Booker getting hurt, he was the key to their success. He's the reason why they've been on such a hot streak. If Booker is going to be out an extended period of time, again, this is the time where the Lakers have to go ahead on a roll and start getting back at to the top of the Pacific Division. I didn't say I'm, they could. I said I'm this gonna is- I'm gonna wait to see what really happened with uh, the injury. If it's really that bad, then oh, wrong spot. Guess, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it could be a uh, fortuitous for the Lakers, but but I <laughs> I prefer to have teams at full strength so we can get a, a good test on exactly what the Lakers are about. Devin Booker's, I guess, trying to go win an MVP at this point, right? Is, is that what he's trying to do? If that's the case, uh, if he's able to channel Kobe, being that he's a big Kobe guy, you know, wrap that sucker up, put some electric, electric something on the ankle like Kobe used to and elevate it and call Gary Vitti and let's let's get ready to play basketball when the next game is ready. So that's uh, that's that's my, my assessment on Devin Booker. I'm going to... I'm going to wait it out, see what happens there. The Lakers are obviously going to be playing Phoenix here uh, soon. Uh, and uh, what will be the quarterfinals to get to the semifinals? Is that is that correct, Sean? That's correct, Joe. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be in this tournament, you might as well win it all. So I'll be cheering on, obviously, the Lakers to win it all. And uh, whether Devin Booker's there or not doesn't make a difference to me. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. As we're back for the Lakers fast break post-game wrap-up as the Lakers defeat the Pistons 133-107. I'm your host right now, Magic Man. And with me is my co-host, Joe Sorrow. And Joe, one of 
many bright spots for the Lakers tonight, but there were a couple of uh, questionable performances. Uh, Austin Reeves, uh, 24 minutes, uh, didn't provide much in the way of shooting Joe, and his dribble is still a problem. Um, what do you assess of him off the bench thus far? I haven't really seen that much of a difference in terms of bench to starter. Maybe a little bit on defense, but I don't. I don't know. I, I his his dribble is not the worst I've seen, but I think he does need to stop dribbling in traffic. And he was doing these behind the back dribbles and through the legs and with with two guys kind of hovering around him. Would prefer him to not do that ever. Just try to get some space. He's got some good instincts in getting some separation. Uh, would like him to start honing in on that a little bit more, getting in the middle of the, the and paint. learn and definitely learn how to try and create space without somebody trying to create um create a screen for you. Yeah, is- the, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can expect that. There, uh, hell, even even Steve Nash to some degree needed needed a screen to get to the well. One 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 bit one big caveat that Nash had Joe was that unlike. For some reason, and again, we're talking about this, is that AD and LeBron uh, have only run 15 pick. Uh, well, they ran they ran two tonight, so they've run 17 pick and rolls all year long in 18 games. It's one of the most efficient plays in the NBA, even though they've only run it 17 times. Um, if if like in a game tomorrow. Joe, if AD is not focused or not prepared to set hard screens, then your guards can do that because there are certain great guards who are able to do that. And Nash was one of them. John Stockton was the other, in my opinion. So if AD is not willing to play that game, then run inverted pick and rolls over and over again, because Ham just said it tonight. He said they ran the same action with D'Angelo Russell over and over again against the Pistons, and the Pistons couldn't stop it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. OKC's got a much better defense than than Detroit does. So, what are your keys for the for the game tomorrow, Joe? Just have the uh, the, the three keys. Oklahoma City is going to shoot forty three pointers tomorrow night, and the Lakers are not. A, the Lakers are dead last in in that department. In uh, what is it? The in actual makes percentage, they're twenty nine, I believe. Yeah, so, it's uh, it's it's ha- it, it's really it's mind boggling. The Lakers are the best uh, above the break three point shooting team, but they they take the least amount. One, they take the least amount of above the break threes, and they're one of the best. Yeah, um, yeah, yes, cool, bro. I like Star Wars. Uh, and no. anyway, oh. yeah, Joe, we're 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 third, we're third worst in left corner threes. We're dead last in right corner, and we're dead last in in corner shooting. We're worse than the, the Detroit Pistons. It it's the only way in my in my view that this thing can be managed is if you are running a next level offense where you're getting space, getting and ones and you're hitting your free throws. That's the only way you're going to combat a high octane three point shooting team. That's hitting, let's say 40% or let's just say 38% to 40% from three, but the Lakers don't run any sophisticated offense. It's, it's, it's really just YMCA ball and Darvin Ham hoping that LeBron can bail you out. Or, or AD can bail you out. Now, AD missed three layups today at the beginning of the game. That kind of stuff is the stuff I pay attention to because that stuff doesn't hurt against Detroit, but it hurts us in the other games. It, it's, it stalls momentum. It stalls enthusiasm. Layups are supposed to go in. Wide open shots, at least 40% of the time, should be going in from deep. And that's just my feeling on that. When you don't do that, you – the turnaround and the momentum is so quick now. So let's say you have two plays that you're running. One is a numbskull outlet pass that goes right into the opponent's hands. That happens at least two or three times a game now, right? So you do that, let's say, twice. One of those ends up being a three-point shot, which means you just gave these guys three points, okay? 
Then in those same series, the same two series that you just had during that time, you miss a three-pointer, a three-point shot that was that was wide open, and you miss a layup. Okay, and then they come back and hit a basket. Now you're looking at five points in that sequence that you're that you're down. And now imagine that four or five times during the game. That's how this plays out. Everything. I mean, we're we're so meticulous with this thing and we're so on the negative on this thing because if you're watching the game play by play series we almost watch these these series like it's a playoff you know how the playoffs every series is important every time the ball goes this way it's important it's it's that kind of mentality that's that's where we're at and i'm not saying they can't make mistakes i'm not saying that i can't i'm not saying they're not going to have a dud you know, five to seven times during the year. A dud meaning they get blown up by 15, 20, or whatever. Cool. But what we've seen in the first 19 games is terrible first quarters almost the entire season. Terrible decision-making on several non-errored, let's say, unforced errors, I should say. Too many of those still going on. And you're not beating, or I'm sorry, you're not competing against the top-notch teams. If you're competing, so the difference between 2020 and now, I'm going to use 2020 as an example, not because it was the championship year, but what was going on in 2020 was they were smoking everyone that wasn't good, and they were competing with all the rest. And then finally, after like February, they started beating the Milwaukee's, the Clippers. So... Like, we're not heartless, guys. We're not just trying to bag on them for every time they don't do things that we want them to do. We're talking about why aren't you competing? You're watching Anthony Davis, who's going to likely be a starter on the All-Star team, likely going to be on a first-team NBA, but he just checks out. He checks out whenever he wants, and there's no consequences behind it. Darvin Ham has no pull. He has no pull over LeBron, no pull over, over Anthony Davis. And that... That can't happen here, guys, if we want to win a championship. We could still win it because miracles have happened, but it doesn't, it's not a good, the odds aren't good. So tomorrow, can we can we get can we get some coherent uh desire to trying to win this game tomorrow? Make it a 3-1 road trip. If it's a 3-1 road trip, it's a successful one. You could say it was a successful one. Because it was three road games out of four. That's that's good in any time, any, no matter who you play. But make it work. Make it happen. Don't quit tomorrow, please. Please, please. As uh, everyone, thank you for joining us in the Lakers Fast Break YouTube channel. Uh, Post game, Lakers defeat the Pistons 133-107. Joe, before we head on out, uh, just wanted to give uh, a bit of a, portend to uh tomorrow's game i think they the lakers should continue to feed delo um the first i would say 10 possessions i would try and get him good looks on at least half of them try and continue um his toward start uh, his toward streak because usually when he's on a heater it usually rolls over game to game he usually he's hot for about four or five games then tends to cool off for a couple. So if I were the Lakers, I would really try and game plan uh, for D'Lo. Uh, also, basically, if you can keep the Thunder from getting about 30 to 30, 40 free throws, you can you can keep yourself into a game. Because one thing they love to do, as, as, as much as you say they're going to shoot from three a lot, and they will, they, they like to at times when – a team goes on a run like to just slow it down like the Lakers did last year, either in transition or getting to the line. So the Lakers need to play fast tomorrow, Joe. I know that's kind of counterintuitive to uh, a back-to-back, but they they actually need to play faster tomorrow. Fast is might be a little too late here, Sean. I'm sorry. Uh, this team – doesn't play fast. <laughs> They're gonna have to play fast. Okay. Yeah, we, don't, okay. we don't really have anyone like uh Rondo or even uh Schroeder to, to to push the ball the way we would want. LeBron can do it, but he can't do it all game. We're not at that, we're not at that 
that we're not in that world anymore. And then Austin Reeves, he he, he doesn't have enough speed to do it. Uh, D'Angelo doesn't have enough speed to do it. I wish he would, but if D'Angelo can play this way, where quick release is going in, man, that's the thing that separates him from from a lot of these guards. You can't you, you, can't, you can't compare chop liver defense to Filomeno. Uh, Oh, and that's the difference here is that OKC is not going to give them those kind of open opportunities. You're going to have to work for it tomorrow, which is why I think they should just continue to feed him. We need a third guy. We've been looking for a third guy here for a while. If D'Lo is that guy, this team's chemistry changes a lot for the, for the, for the, for the better. You're talking about a guy that can hit from mid-range, can hit from three, can kind of sliver in and around things and on occasion get a nice little drop step, you know, bounce pass to somebody. But again, it comes down to consistency again. Will De- will D'Angelo ever tap into that consistency? Just like it, 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 it yeah, I mean, by 80s, a playoff performer, D'Lo isn't. Like that's, that's a whole catch with D'Lo. It's not about the regular season with him. It never has been. He's always he's like, like you said, he's just got to find consistency in the playoffs. Hasn't done it. Hasn't been able to uh, to sh- shake that monkey off his back as far as you know being a defensive liability. And that's the problem. Is any good team and any good coach is going to exploit him to the point where, especially on defense, to where his confidence might not be there on offense. A lot of this stuff is a mind game. So if if D'Angelo's getting smoked on the defensive end, he doesn't have the mentality to go back to the offense and go, I'm going to smoke you now. I'm going to smoke you until you you start to have less confidence. He doesn't have that ability either. No one really does. Even AD doesn't have it. LeBron uh, can have it on, on in spurts, but again, we can't expect a 21-year vet to have that for 82 games. We're still We're still not likely to get what we want out of this team what's what what we have to look forward to might be a little sim it might be similar to kind of what happened last year we're gonna need to get lucky and i say we as a as a laker fan base the lakers are gonna have to play the right teams when it matters they're gonna have to play the right teams and last year memphis and golden state were perfect teams to play after their start and how they finished the regular season. Why? Because both teams were mentally distracted due to off-court things. Draymond Green, finally you're having some media types like Kenny Smith call him out. He's been needing to get called out for a while now. It's gotten it's gotten ridiculous with that guy. Sorry, there's a helico- uh, army helicopter coming through here. I can hear it. Um, I don't know what's going on, but uh, probably just a flyby. But uh, they're coming for you, Joe. Yeah, Red <laughs> uh, Dawn is you coming. Fight, right? You you finally you finally done it. I did it. No, I. <laughs> it, it's they're gonna have to get lucky in that they're gonna in playing. Let's say someone. Let, let me finish the Draymond thing. I'm sorry, I was veering off here. The helicopter took my my wind out. The the focus on the basketball court. You can't really have outside distractions, especially during the playoffs. Uh, Lakers had that in 2011. It cost them a three-peat or even a chance at a three-peat. There was a lot of inner turmoil with the team. They got swept. The Lakers played well last year, the first two rounds, but Memphis and Golden State had issues off the court that never seemed to go away, and it obviously seeped into the, to the team as well. And then, of course, as soon as they ran into a team that was focused, that was team oriented with a, with good coaching. They got smoked. So that's my concern right now. I'm, not, I'm concerned that the Lakers have to get to a point where they're 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 cohesive and they're 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 on point. Otherwise, we're going to have a problem. Long time coming, Joe. And it has been a problem. It's been a problem all year. Their focus is not good. Their consistency is not good. They cannot be shooting thirtieth in threes. Otherwise, they're going to be very easily. It's going to be very easy to uh, to game plan against it. It's just that's just what it is. That's what the NBA I, is. unless you're unless you're an average three point shooting team, 
um, it's very difficult to win one round, let alone two, and then three, and then be a champion. Lakers, Lakers won two with uh, below average three point shooting. That was horrendous to start the year. So they went from horrendous to below average. And they got to the Western Conference Finals. That below average needs to be mid to okay to, like, if we got a three-point shooter or two, maybe you get to average or good. I'm skeptical about that, but at least mid. Because last year could only get you so far. As uh, we're almost about to head on out here, Joe, um... As I put that stat up there, D'Lo is the first Laker since the late Kobe Bean Bryant to score 35 points on 75% shooting, Joe. So, great, outstanding performance by D'Lo. Kudos to him. Got to give it up to him. Uh, anything else stand out about tonight, Joe, that you think will carry over to tomorrow? Uh, no, I... I'm unfortunately ex- expecting what they've been doing all year on the. You be you you. I gotta I gotta be frank. I, I you know rather than cynical, you become very nihilistic about what you're watching. I just have to say it's 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 it, in the body language. It's there. It's constantly there. They're still making dumb mistakes, unforced mistakes because they're they're not being held accountable and their focus is not there. They're not playing professional basketball every minute on that court. I, I'm realistic in understanding that you're going to have lulls, let's say, five to ten games out of the year. I get that, but they are not – it's been 19 games where they've continued to play like this, and the only games they've really dominated were against lousy teams, really lousy teams. I can't judge that. I can't judge a championship team really – when you only do it against these teams and you still make the same mistakes with those teams, you're just not uh, getting the negative as much with those teams. Cause you don't have to worry about them coming back at you. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little rant here real quick for, for cool bro with the star Wars thing. Uh, it's going to be pretty easy. So this may surprise some of you. I actually didn't mind the prequels. I actually became a star Wars fan because of the prequels. It got me more uh, invested in the star Wars franchise so 2005 when revenge of the sith came out i was very very uh uh focused on the 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 story more i hadn't been a big star wars fan before then Uh, i mean i watched attack of the clones and i watched uh, uh the phantom menace but it was revenge of the sith that little bridge to a new hope that got me really into it i Went to Target right after I got out of the theater and bought the the, the, the box set CD, uh, the box set DVD of the the originals, and and went right into A New Hope. And New Hope is my favorite Star Wars movie, with Rogue One being like nipping at its heels. However, the monstrosity of the last three, the the first one, Force Awakens, wasn't a terrible movie. But when I was in the theater and I realized that the template was exactly like A New Hope, just with schmuckier actors, I was like, Jesus Christ. I could have stayed at home and watched this with better actors. And then, of course, The Last Jedi, absolute disaster. And then the last pile of trash was what was exactly that. And a lot of that was tailored around what what's been a problem in the industry here for the last seven to eight years, which is inclusion the word inclusion the word equality the word all that all that all those hot words that people like to say so that everyone can get a chance here's the thing i'm going to make very clear for everyone when it comes to performance arts there is no equality you either got it or you don't now there's secondary people character actors background actors stuff like that but you want to put butts in the seats, you got to find the person who has it. You don't have it, you ain't going to make anybody any money. And if you're wondering why the industry is doing what it's doing right now, where they're not able to do anything right, a lot of it is because the people that are in charge are stupid, greedy a-holes. And the other is they're all trying to fit into some kind of narrative that isn't working. Okay. 
uh, I think I might have said this in a few shows. I'm going to make this very clear. People don't want Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise and the George Clooney's and The Rock to be normal people. They want them to be movie stars. They want them to be bigger than life. That's why they idolize them. If they find out that Brad Pitt takes out his trash, they're going to laugh at him. That's what they do. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear that he walks on water. And if you don't believe me, you're going to be disappointed. So, Star Wars. Apparently, right now, they're going to be making more of them. And apparently, they're going to try to catch the original feel. Guys, just like anything else in art, there's a timing to everything. Star Wars had its time. It's dead now. You can do little off-the-cuff off type you know, shows like The Mandalorian or whichever, whatever that last one that came out with, with uh, Rosario Dawson. I can't pronounce the name. You could do those things. That's that's fine. But in terms of Star Wars, the movie Star Wars and you, the, the movie you're going to compare to the originals and all that, those days are gone. They're going to keep making these and I'm going to keep not going. However, however, I will admit this. I'm going to end it on a good note. I went to Disneyland two Sundays ago. And man, that resistance little tour thing that, that they had there, one of the best attractions I've ever seen in a amusement park by far. I was thoroughly impressed, absolutely thoroughly impressed. And if anything came good out of that, the last three movies, it was that, that, that right there. So it's not all bad. Some of the stuff out there did work, and that's one of them. I I almost said I want to go back to Disneyland just to go on that thing a couple more times. It was legitimate. It was like real. Like they played a role in this thing, and I was very, very, very impressed. So that's my rant on Star Wars. Uh, my finishing touch on that is stop making the movies. I think we've done enough. If you want to do character shows like The Mandalorian and things like that, cool. But leave Star Wars alone. We're done. Han Solo is dead. Sorry for the spoiler. Luke Skywalker, they turned him into a vegetable. Obviously, Princess Leia is gone in real life and in, you know, in, 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 in spirit. So let it go, guys. Let it go. Bring something else to the table. And uh, as we move forward, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Lakers Fast Break uh, post-game wrap-up here on YouTube. As we ended on a good note, Lakers win 133-107, defeat the Detroit Pistons. Go Lakers, because they're going to need it tomorrow against OKC. Hopefully everybody has a good night, and we'll see you tomorrow. Later.